Oh, that's a good song, Dua Lipa. It's so wild that that get, didn't get nominated um, for an Academy Award. From that's from the Barbie movie album, and just I'm just a Ken in that um, that kind of sleepy one from Billie Eilish, which has been twenty. <laughs> you know, I have to laugh because you know we were talking earlier today about Beyonce's new country hit, Texas Hold'em, and Laura, you said there's like four hundred million. New TikToks about eighty thousand TikToks. Okay, wow. about doing the dance. And mm-hmm. just yesterday, I told you that Billie Eilish was overheard talking to Kylie Minogue at the People's Choice Awards, kind of dissing uh, TikTokers and influencers being at the People's Choice Awards. And the one going to be mad at the Met Gala because they're the big sponsor TikTok. <laughs> right. Well, but also that you know Billie Irish Eilish music getting you, your music used on TikTok is helpful. You know, it's more exposure, and I don't know. Maybe she- it was a little get off my lawn kind of thing. It was, and I would have, and I kind of, um, yeah, it was. Get yeah. out of my lane Just because of her age and everything. You know, because well, it was hard because if you watched it, you didn't know so many of the people, Lori. I think that's yeah, it. Well, that's okay. You knew everybody getting up on damn. That's stage. right, damn it. That's right, damn it. All right. So earlier today, you had. Um, sent me um because the sag awards are this saturday night and we're mm-hmm. we're Not still good. mourning the loss of all of our contacts <laughs> everybody retired everyone retired it, it it's everything then changed COVID happened yep. and then they changed everything they're having a virtual press room this year i wonder if tanya's going yeah I don't even know. Virtual, it's a lot of work. She doesn't like doing the virtual press room. So anyway. No, nobody does. Uh-uh. So it's happening this weekend, and the Lifetime Achievement Award is going to Barbara Streisand. Oh, what a heartbreaker. It is for me. And you, mm-hmm. yeah, but for I'm dying. For uh, and, you. And Jennifer Aniston is presenting the award, and Roger Freeman and Showbiz 411 and you, and we're like, what is the connection? What is the connection? And so I did a little le- research. And Lori, if you go to the Lori and Julia show page and uh-huh. and look at the picture that Grant posted of oh, um, yeah. when Jennifer Aniston dressed up as an old, you know, as Barbara Streisand Young. Oh, Harper's Bazaar. Yes, it was 13 years ago. I and um, Barbara says, I think she did a wonderful job. She did a wonderful job. If only I, she had a bump on her nose. And then I just kind of Googled Barbara Streisand plus Jennifer Aniston. And there's yeah. a lot of pictures of the two of them together, Okay, which was surprising to me. And according to some website, which I may trust or not, there's a lot saying that um, Barbara's like, Jennifer shouldn't be alone. I'm going to set her up. I'm going to enlist James, my hubby, James Brolin, to find oh. someone. So anyway, apparently, according to this, they... Um, they know each other. They like each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They hang out every once in a while. Um, they um, meet up every once in a while. I don't know how much of this to believe, but there has to be some sort of a relationship for Barbara to have her introduce Yes. Because, because there's a lot know. of other people that have worked with her that are still alive. Yeah, and we know that the Lifetime Achievement Award E chooses to choose who will present her with this on stage. And the the SAG Awards will be streaming on Netflix on Saturday night. And I guess Idris Elba is opening the show because it famously doesn't have a host. It's a two-hour show, and it's actors voting on actors and um 
maybe Barbie is going to win. Maybe the color purple is going to get some love um, because they're nominated for best ensemble, which yeah. is, which is basically their version of best picture. So it'll be interesting to see who wins because, you know, the voting for the Oscars won't have closed. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of people put off their ballot to the last. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The and I, the other thing about that, is I'm thinking now if it airs on, Netflix after it's mm-hmm. done Grant would know this one do they go away these live events or can you call for them later you can, they're still on there okay so you can still yeah. call yeah, they, for they, it they live in the library yep okay mm-hmm. so I just want to um, get your attention here because um, another rom-com is coming out and the oh, and it is with Lindsay Lohan again and Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan was on um, her first rom-com Came out, I think, this past holiday season, Falling for Christmas. She was absolutely cute and delightful. Absolutely. So her new one is called Irish Wish. And it's, um, here's what it's about. When her love life gets, um, when her, um, the love of her life gets engaged to her best friend, Maddie, um, which is Lindsay Lohan's name in the movie, puts her feelings aside to be a bridesmaid at their wedding in Ireland. Oh my God. Days before they're set to marry, Maddie makes a spontaneous wish for true love, only to wake up as the bride to be. But as her dream gets closer to coming true, she realizes that her real soulmate is someone else entirely. Cute uh, guys are in it. A guy from Downton Abbey, Alexander Vlahos, Outlander, um, Jane Seymour. Is Seymour. it on Lifetime or what's it on? No, it's on, um, it's going to be on Netflix. Uh, Netflix on March 15th. Right. And it's, it kind of sounds like Ireland. Friday, too. Yeah, I think it'll be um, Elizabeth Tam from Emily in Paris. Uh, Aisha Curry about last night, Black Lady Sketch Show. I mean, there's a fun cast. Sounds cute. It totally sounds, sounds cute, doesn't it? it I kind of really like does. that, you know, she's I'm getting some rom-com her. help. Love. Yeah. Now, can I give, I don't know, I would be getting tickets for this so hard for tomorrow night. And we did a chance to talk to John Bream about it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an interview. John Batiste. I saw that today. First Avenue. First Avenue tomorrow night. It's his local headline debut. And per John, he requested specifically to perform at First Avenue. Yeah. That would be an incredible. I agree. Date night. Oh, my gosh. I Love him. I have tennis. I totally saw that, and I'm like, oh, my God, that would be so cool to see him at First Avenue. And, you know, Dan Wilson wrote the song, co-wrote the song with John Batiste that, you know, has gotten some nominations and, you know, was up for a Grammy. I don't know if you ever had Dan on. No, I'm waiting to hear back from his uh, publicist, and um, I've heard nothing. Oh, I'm waiting on two big people that are just blowing me off. And Oh, don't you hate that? I don't have the energy to file again, to yeah, go after him again. Yeah. I walked out, not- Lori, I walked out at the break, and Grant will get this too, and B. Arthur's sitting out there with Bradley, and they're laughing. Mm-hmm. And she goes, did I overhear you saying that people leave their oxygen tanks on Mount Rushmore? <laughs> yeah, you did say Mount Rushmore. I couldn't correct you I again because there no, have been so many that's corrections That's what I said today. to her. That's what I said. I, I, I just burst out laughing and I said, Lori didn't even correct me because she's corrected me. She just basically told me 
I've not to up. read and just think of things that are in the top of my mind. And we were peeing and laughing. And she goes, what does she want you to do? Just blink and give her clues? I mean, no, how, no, no, how, no, no. But you've been having trouble I, reading. Listen, today we had a hard been, day. Yeah, the day started off cattywampus. And then your eyes got rattled. But it was so funny. We were out there speculating what you wanted me to do. Yeah, I know. I saw you. I heard you say Mount Rushmore, and I thought, I'm going to let her go with that. I just just didn't correct her in the mind. (laughs) Nobody's climbing Mount Rushmore. But I, I knew you meant Mount Everest. It just made me laugh. So hard. And I said, oh, there's been too many corrections today. She let that one slide. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm wearing my contacts, and I don't think I see as well. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so off. I have no idea. It's kind of funny. I, hey, I just um, laughed. It merely made me laugh. <laughs> here's just a little Hollywood gossip for okay, you. Okay, so Bram posted... The Vanity Fair yes, Hollywood, yes. Hollywood issue. Um, I, a couple, I I was like, why is, you know, Jody Comer on there and Jenna Ortega? That was so 2022 Agreed. Agreed. It's kind of a interesting choices, but it's kind of a fun cover. But the story that is really kind of low-key making the rounds is what's up with Kate Blanchett and her husband? Oh, they're separated. I think they might be having like we're they haven't been seen together since August. And she's always kind of she's always worn her wedding rings. And she's been to several events since September where she doesn't wear her wedding ring. And the clincher for me, they're selling properties. Oh. They're selling their place in Australia. They're selling another place that they have in the UK. They have like three homes in the UK. He's a playwright. I've always wondered whenever I've seen them together, she must love him for his mind. (laughs) He is nothing to look at. (laughs) Really? No. I knew where you were going. I totally knew where you were going. And he's rumored to have stepped out on her. I think we've heard this. And there. How many kids do they have? They have four. How old are they? Three sons. And they have like a 21, 19, 16. And an eight. And a daughter is eight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's always the the selling the properties. That's your thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. He's more of a. yeah. Plain man. He's got a he's big, a plain he's man. a very smart man. Very, very. <laughs> a great sense of humor, Julia. And hung like a Mack truck. <laughs> duh. Duh, duh, duh. All right. Well, there you go. So you've yeah. read it. You've Hollywood speak, spoken it. it where is written, I, where it is done. Yeah. That. Speaking of which, in yes. the Ten Commandments, the baby, that yeah. was baby Charleston had, you know, Oh, Hesson, in the movie. That was really his kid. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I just read that. that in a random fact the other day, and I just, you know. See how you can do just by your mind letting it flow? Oh, Lorene, I'm going to hit you. Read anything? I got one other thing for you on that thing where I'm letting my mind flow. Biatch. Okay, murder on the dance floor. Oh, 
Sophie Ellis Brexton. Or She's or going on on her first ever North American headlining tour thanks to her song, Being in Saltburn. Yeah, that's wonderful. Does she, do you know one other song of hers? No, I don't, but I love that song. I loved it when it came out way back when. It was really a UK. I mean, it yeah. made some. It got in the top 20 here, but it was a huge dance hit All back right. in the day. All right. Well, so, she's going. She's going on the road. All right, good for her. I know. All right. Well, we're going to go on the road. We're going to go on the road for a quick second here. We are going to Iceland, though, if you haven't heard. Yeah, we are. My talk, Iceland. Um, Okay, Grant, you're going to do the Dirt Alert when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, and I want to tell people, if you listen on our app, we have great, great, great prizes, and it's just for listening like you would already listen. It's, It's wonderful. Download it and take advantage of that. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. everybody, Lori and Julia here for Learning RX. And whenever people ask us, you know, uh, how do you know that it works? And we're like, A, the testimonials, B, science-based, and three, if you think of the fact you're using a cognitive skills assessment test to test what are you missing, if you're not hearing words, phonics, memory, whatever it is, but it's a nationally recognized test. And then the way they go after to strengthen that is like a one-on-one at the gym, even though, you know, most, uh, you know, kids are not doing one-on-one with a gym trainer, but it is a brain trainer that they're doing one-on-one. They have fun. It stays and it's an impact and it lasts. That's the incredible part. You're so right, Lori. And it all starts with a one-hour assessment which is half price when you mention Lori Julia, call Learning RX today, 952-949-6900. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. Are you good? Good luck to you. Good luck. <laughs> my tongue's been tied all day. That's right. That's right. Let's uh, see how my tongue can do throughout this. Dirt good luck, buddy. Good luck, right? Uh, well, let's start out with some news that uh, in the Rust, you know, the movie Rust yes. with Alec Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who was the fire, the armorer on the set of the movie Rust. Well, jury selection has gone underway today for the trial against uh, well, with Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. Now, she is... Being charged with involuntary manslaughter in the 2021 fatal accidental shooting on the set of Rust. But the judge today began questioning by asking a pool of 70 potential jurors to raise their hands if they had seen media coverage of the case. Because this one has been covered quite a oh, bit in the everywhere. news. Everywhere. Everywhere. So mm-hmm. you got to have an unbiased opinion when you go into being a juror. So this was a big question asked and also one of the prosecutors 
um, also asked, focused on the media coverage in her opening questioning. So they're finding out right now that it's a little difficult to get this jury selection set. Okay, if it was Alec Baldwin on trial, but I think you'd have to really dig deeper for people to specifically know that name. Yeah. And they're already building that defense against her because unfortunately for Hannah, she was quite the party animal. Yes. And it was known on the set that this was her first big job. And I'm not talking like a little weed. I think that they've found that yes. there are other harder drugs. There was a there. small bag of cocaine that the, the that that was recovered after the and investigation. all these people who worked on you know the there as they built the case. I've read so many crime novels, you guys. I'm I, just consumed I, I, <laughs> yeah. with how they're building the case, and that's why they didn't offer her any kind of a deal. They feel like they have very you know, and she's lucky it's manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Lori. You know. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't deliberate, but I mean, she lost her life. Yes, she did. That was a real bullet. Yep. That's that's a lot. Has to be held accountable. I agree. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So there's just the beginning. This is the beginning of what will be probably somewhat of a long process. And when more comes in, we will give you updates on that. But let's go to a more lighter subject here with fans of this popular TV show. From the early 2000s, the OC. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that oh, yeah. show. Which me too. It was that was my nine o. Th- amazing show, right? You just had a, it had a good run. A little yes. short, kind of the end there. Got a little bad, but we got some really juicy gossip here from Misha Barton. She was on a podcast on Ooh. Wednesday, and I'm not going to mention the podcast, okay. but uh, she talked about how her and her co-star Ben McKenzie actually dated secretly at the beginning of the show. I believe it. Don't you feel like we <laughs> wanted that to happen? Yes. I believe that was yes. happening. Oh, goosebumps as I said it. Yeah. Were they were they both like dating other people or why did they keep it a secret well, again? So she kept it a secret essentially because she was only 17 when she joined the show and he okay. was a little bit older than 18. And that's not why. But she was what she said. She called herself. She was a late bloomer and hadn't really dated at the time. And she had no idea what she was doing. She entered the show as, quote, what she said was a virgin. So she was just very, you know. Behind the yeah. times, one could say, in the dating world, and then met Ben, and she knew that there would be all these types of hookups on the set, but it became it moved kind of fast for her, yeah. and that's why she just didn't know how to, you know, from what she's saying in, in, an, in an abbreviated version, she didn't really yeah. know how to express it out there because she was kind of, like she said, behind the eight ball at such a young age, and to jump right. into something so serious with someone that's, your, that's a big co-star like that. And you fall in love. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. You fall hard. You fall And then fast. she went to Cisco, the jean yeah. short guy. Yeah. Well, and that's mm-hmm. what that's what she also she said it was a tricky. The relationship was tricky. And then after they broke up, there was a lot of you know I could see who he was dating. She could see who I was, or he could see who I was dating, which made it awkward mm-hmm. for times on set. So it's like what's happening on Outer Banks. Oh yeah, because those they're. Rich- the original, the main right. two characters used to date, but not anymore. Exactly. Very, very yeah. good comparison. And also on Riverdale. Oh, um, yes, you're right. When Betty and Jughead dated in real life and then they broke up and they still had two seasons left to film. Yep. There you go. And then Veronica dated the guy who played um, Reggie, the, a.k.a. Camilla and yes. you know, Charles Melton. Yes, yes. They dated on that show. Oh, I didn't know those two dated, Lori. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it happens. That's what she mentioned. She goes, it's a, it's a tricky situation because when you get on the set, you spend a lot of time with people. Of it tend to tend to start to develop feelings for people. So this is not an, uh, not an uncommon thing like you just mentioned. But uh, let's go, before we get to a couple WGA nominations, I just got to mention this. This one's not a surprise to us. But according to The Wrap, Travis Kelsey's agents are looking for movie roles, unscripted shows, oh. comedy opportunities, and podcast yeah. endorsements for the Chiefs superstar tight end. Kelsey obviously is no stranger to the camera. He has had his own reality show. He's been on Saturday Night Live. He's on every commercial we're seeing on TV right now. But I just he love He was it. quite good on SNL, as I recall. And this was before we, way before Taylor. And we were like, wow, a football player who could host. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, we were kind of all blown away at how right. good he was. Yeah, right. I agree. He was uh, very yeah. much, very much uh, a, a good addition there. And actually, you know what? We're running out of time, so we can save the WGA nominations for another conversation. Right. But I want to end this one with Jimmy Kimmel. This has come out before, but he mentioned to the New York, to the Los Angeles Times that he think his current deal will be his final contract. Now, he has said this in the past. What's it run through 2025? Yeah, he's got a little more than two and a half, two years left. So it seems like enough, he said, and he admits that he has hinted to retirement before, but to only keep the show going. But this may be his final contract. He's very good. That'll be a loss. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep, I hope it doesn't. I mean, the only reason why I think it's got some, you know, carries because he was talking. Him. Yeah, with the Los Angeles Times there. So that's yeah. your dirt. Yeah. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Good negotiating a ploy if it wasn't. Right, it, that's exactly <laughs> right. Always drop that you got another thing coming and the, the, the negotiations will start up for sure. Hey gang, it's Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Anti-Aging and Skin Care Clinic with locations in Maple Grove and in Golden Valley. Um, Lori, I'm signed up for a pro-fractional laser treatment sometime in March where they do a very deep laser. You have about three or four days downtime. And then is this it, similar to like our celebrity Yes, it is, exactly. Okay. And it, it just gets your skin working. And I'm very excited about it. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, we got behind on that, Joey, because we used to do yeah. these twice a year because it is one of the best things you can do as far as getting collagen going back in your skin and getting your skin and thicker and working more yes yes it's a wonderful treatment and they're so good there's also a deal on lips in the month yes. of uh, february you should Tell know us. about if you would like to fill up your lips there's just some good pricing going on go to mspskin.com for more information and then there was a scandal vintage scandal it was quite the scandal I'll give you a vintage scandal. Right. We scouted Matt Belanger, and when he got new morning hours, he got hijacked. From us. <laughs> <laughs> we scouted the talent. That's right. We broke the talent in. We real we came up with a song, everything. So if he ever gets an award, I hope he thanks us first, Jules. <laughs> That's a good call. There you go. All right. So I came across this article. You know, I get celebrity real estate for sale news. And last week, um, the Plaza Hotel in New York City, the world famous penthouses are going up for sale for about $70 million a piece. Wow. And I was just reading about this iconic hotel when it was first constructed in 1907. The price tag, which was then at this point in time, astronomical, it was $12.5 million. And so many of the materials were brought in from Europe. Um, including um, the history's largest order of gold-encrusted crystal chandeliers, which are still there. 
So that for, place is so beautiful. It is. For over 100 years, it's hosted foreign monarchs, titans of the industry, holiday royalty. And in, in 1986, it was um, declared a national historic monument. So these penthouses. Eloise. Yes. Eloise. So these are like 6,300 square feet, Laurie. Oh, they're huge. Okay. They're huge. They're yeah. huge. And I learned a new word that you know. So about, and it has an elegant great room with a loggia. Loggia? L- Lo- yeah, I think it's loggia. Loggia. But I'm not sure. And it, what a loggia is, because I had to look it up. I had never heard it before. But mm-hmm. when you see the arches out of stone, kind of these walls with arches that have stone on it. Yes. And they're on an and an exterior wall on the outside. It's called the loggia. That was a new word. But mm-hmm. anyway, I was wondering. Let's talk about some scandals that have happened in hotel rooms. Oh well, I Vintage. mean, I I have to say that Palm Court Bar, or whatever in the plaza, is so beautiful. It's I've so... had brunch there. It's just so pretty, and you can only imagine the things really that that do go on and the the fancier the hotel is the more you know um discreet privacy exactly privacy, cover uh, uh, like i think there was a book somebody did once about all the affairs that happened and were carried on at the beverly hills hotel and the example. chateau mormont we read that one too Yes, we did read yes. that one. And at the Beverly Hills Hotel, because they have maybe 12 bungalows. Yes, 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 yes. That are a separate part of the hotel with back entrances and all this kind of stuff. But this one, um, um, I had forgotten that this all took place at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. So Heidi Fleiss, um after she basically she basically hijacked this woman's business, this madam, yes, who'd had she had the 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 call girl business, the escort business in Hollywood in the sixties, seventies, and eighties. And Heidi Fleiss used to be one of her girls, and then she started relying on Heidi to help her with the books, the numbers, because she was like in her, you know. 80s or something she wanted but Heidi ends up just like hijacking the business from her and and just you know uh strong-armed her way into it which is what happens when you run this type of a business that comes with these types of pitfalls (laughs) and it's true and in 1993 there were um Four undercover cops working for the Hollywood unit, like Bosch works for. Okay. okay? Yeah. And they ran the undercover sting, and they posed as four Japanese businessmen. And it was at the Beverly Hilton Hotel is where the the action happened. These women didn't like go, maybe with a longtime client, like with a charge. Okay, team. so people came in. People came, went to this hotel because right. then you've got, you're tipping money for the bellman. You're making sure she, the gal is leaving the room after 45 minutes because you don't stay a minute more or whatever it is. So these four wealthy Japanese businessmen were all undercover cops in the homicide detective unit in Hollywood. And they conducted the sting operation that they then unraveled all the way back to Heidi and yes. her little black book. Yes, the little black book. And mm-hmm. whose book was at the top of that? 
Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen was customer number one. Yeah. He spent 50K in two years. Yeah. Which, you know, that's not a lot. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It seems unbelievable. <laughs> but so that's where all that happened was the Beverly Hilton Hotel. And then later, Whitney Houston drowns in the bathtub. Yes, she did. At the Beverly Hilton the night before the Grammys. And they shut off that room forever. And you and I stayed there and they had the. They had like tubs that were put in the 70s. So they kind of looked like these deep troughs, hot tubs. Almost troughs. troughs. And we were like, God, you'd need help getting out of these things. You really Remember would, that? Lori. You really we like, would. Oh, these are weird. Yes. Okay, so uh, the Beverly Hills Hotel, let's go back to that place. This will be, people won't know this name, not unless you're a certain age or you uh, really know who your um, junk bond kings, you know who Carl oh. Icahn is, but Michael Milken yes. was a guy back in the 80s yes. who was a junk bond king, which I guess is that just a fancy way for someone who knows how to buy low and He did something wrong because or... he got pardoned by President Trump um, in 2020. Yeah. He did some wrong stuff. I don't know what yeah, it was. Yeah, all financial, white yeah. collar, very. Uh, but anyway, he was something. So he used to have an annual thing called the Predators Ball. Oh, jeez! Can you even imagine? What? Yes, I can. Uh, yeah, it was called the Predators. In the eighties. This oh, is the eighties, and he would host these no wives party. Oh. At the hotel. And the debauchery went on, and people have tried to get people to divulge. No one at the hotel will really do it. About the most I could find out about these famous parties was that lingerie would be found all over the hotel on chandeliers. Oh, oh, it was just a wild sex party. Wild, wild. But you couldn't really get anyone to say it, but that he hosted those and all these guys were married and the hotel knew that they were having it, but there was no money exchange. It was just, well, he might've been getting yeah. them from the madam that had the job before Heidi flies. Right. And then in Hollywood, you know, they just say, Oh, to beautiful young women, there'll be producers or someone that can help you break into the business. You know, that's Oh yeah. How that oh yeah. Worked. Yeah. Now the craziest story just to go down memory lanes is Russell Crowe, the year is 2005. <laughs> mm -hmm. For some reason, he didn't have a cell phone. I mean, we had him in 2005. Yes, we did. And he couldn't get his hotel telephone to work. He didn't, so he came down to the lobby oh, and yeah. went up to the concierge oh, yeah. and said, I'm trying to dial, dial, dial my wife, call my wife. Your stupid phones aren't working because <laughs> he didn't know he had to dial 9011. Yep. Yep. And he absolutely flew into a rage yeah. and he picked up the phone that was in front of the concierge and threw it at him. Yikes. And I think it bonked him on the head and he yeah. ended up in handcuffs. Yeah, he did. He, did. And yeah. he, he was staying at the Mercer. Oh, yeah, he totally did. There. That was the year of the phones because um, Naomi Campbell yeah, threw a phone year. at She threw an iron. Yeah. An iron. And then let's talk about like the most delightful scandal that ever happened in a hotel oh. room, in my opinion. We roll back the camera to 2012. It's Las Vegas. The hotel is the win. And God. legend that he is, yes. Prince Harry. 
ended up naked during a game of strip billiards in his VIP suite, and there is a photo of him covering His Majesty's circle with both hands. Hi, I'm Prince Harry. (laughs) We love that picture, although I think Julia called in. She's like, his grandmother is just going to roll her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that was at the win. So ask for the Prince Harry suite if you can afford it. And do the pose because there is a pool table in there. Oh, Laurie, you're hysterical. <laughs> do you okay, remember you're... how much we love that photo? The no, two no, hands I didn't. I, can conjure I didn't. You did. Oh. You were obsessed. Oh, it wasn't because, me. It was you. Listen, he should be glad that photo is out there. He's probably got a little bit of a dad bod. He was like 27. I mean, your muscles just couldn't look tighter and nicer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lori, you right. are so funny. Brittany's still looking for her pair of Polaroids. She's, she is. She's looking for all the ones she sent yeah. home people with in her 20s. Yeah. Oh, right. my gosh. That's funny. Oh, good. I have a very funny, um, incredible story before you tell us anything that's on TV. I'm not going to tell you anything. Gonna, I don't want to tell you gonna, anything. You are going to laugh at this story so much. Okay, and I can't I don't wait. think you've seen it. It's a breaking one. Okay, right. good. We'll be right back. Lori, oh, are you I love is. Are you ready to go enjoy a lovely evening again there? and Yes, and we're going to go out tonight, nice. listen to some Hawaiian music, and... You know, it's hump day. It is hump day. Yes. It yes. is hump day. Okay. So remember last week we were we were laughing and talking about um, about how it was coming out from both uh, Tom's sources and this Russian woman's sources. The Tom and this lady, this oligarch's ex-wife, had gotten very close over the past few weeks, but they value their privacy. They care not to be photographed, but they have little tea parties and they invite people sure. in their neighbor, you know, blah, blah, blah. Remember they were like getting yes. closer. And I kept saying, I'm like, wait a second. No. As soon as he finds out he can't get any of your money or something, guess what? <laughs> they have already broken up. They have gone their separate ways just days after he met her children. That's something. <laughs> wow. Doesn't surprise No, me. the Hollywood speak on this is that he, she's not convertible. That's exactly it. She, he talked Scientology <laughs> and she was bye. She's not, he's tried at the tea parties. He's tried explaining and we know how intent he could be. You know, he'd be in a big mansplainer position (laughs) telling her the secrets of Xenu and she's Russian. She's just not going to be susceptible to that. And not only that, but she's got a ton of money. Yes, she does. She doesn't need his. yeah, and also, so anyway, yeah, this is funny how they're now scrambling both of them, uh, you know, inside sources. No bad blood, nothing nothing to see here. Everybody move along. And I'm like, well, you guys were the one planting how this was it. Yeah. Tom has met the one, but no. Once what? the Scientology lectures start, <laughs> nobody wants to hear it. Why doesn't he date within the Scientology church? Is that? Uh, There's no one in it. That's no <laughs> everybody's gone. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, pick, yeah. good call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How wow. about his uh, tra- Travis Kelsey has arrived in Sydney? I love it. Yeah, he kind of looks like a guy who lifts the luggage. You know, works down the outfit he's got on. I'm looking. You know, is it on like pay- one of those? It's kind of the uniform that they wear. You know, the guys that motion with the sticks. You know, the grounds crew. 
He, he looks like he's ready to get out and, you know, do something. But he has landed just in time for her sold-out show tonight. I love that. Yeah, because remember, they're ahead 18 hours mm-hmm. or whatever Eight? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was the longest flight of my life. I remember Sydney you telling me that. 28 hours door to door. But it's I highly, it, right? Yeah, I highly re- – and I flew on Qantas Business. Okay, it's so long. Um, I recommend a stopover in Honolulu each direction. Lori, that's a long a layover. I don't that's need to travel. go there. I'm kind of narrow. It's so magical, though. My I know, God. but oh, it it's just sounds wonderful. so. Unless you have like, that's you just gotta seems, have time. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, yeah you like a lot, a lot, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of it. Well, honey, what's um, on TV tonight? I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh, oh, I'll tell you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Look at what are we going to do? I know that's the one thing you can read. Okay. Um, Dolly Parton's two-hour special um, pet gala special is on tonight on CBS starting at 8 o'clock where different musicians are going to be there with their dogs. The dogs are going to be in costumes, kind of fun stuff yes. like that. Yes. Which Fact, channel? On CBS. CBS. Um, okay. let's see. Family Stallone second season Ooh. premieres on Paramount Plus tonight. Okay. Um, the premiere of the show, you've maybe if you're an Apple Plus um subscriber, you've seen the um ads for this new show Constellation. And it's an eight part sci fi thriller starring Naomi Repace as an astronaut who returns from a disaster in space to find that tiny details of her life have dramatically changed. Grant, this show has our name all yeah, it over does. it. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, Dua Lipa's I'm with Seth Meyer. Ooh, I like that. Jeff Goldblum with Jimmy Kimmel, Emma Stone with Stephen Colbert. Is anyone watching After Midnight? I'm not. I watched for the first week. I watched once. And, and I, then I didn't go back to it. And basically, I don't like game shows that, I don't like a game show that, for a talk At that show. time of night? Yeah. Well, not even at any. I just am not a. You're game not a talk show, show game talk show. show. It's a talk show game show. Listen, it's good to know what you like and what you don't like, yeah. Lori. <laughs> it just wasn't keeping me. I'm kind of there for a guest. I like listening to interviews. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's true. I know. I love him. I T- love him so much. Tonight, too. Uh, it's the second episode, but if you're a fan of Resident Alien, that is on tonight at ten or 9 o'clock our time over on Sci-Fi, streaming that the next day. crazy. It's so good. It's like a really um, modern version of Third Rock from the Sun with some mm-hmm. se- seriousness to it, but yet comedy, dark comedy. It's dark comedy. really good. If you get a shot, all the episodes, first two seasons are on Netflix. And then everything airs the next day in season three right now on Peacock. But that's on tonight at nine. And I'll be definitely sitting for that. And tomorrow, which I can't wait for, Law and Order. But that's tomorrow. Oh, you guys. Yeah. You gosh. guys. You know, it was, listen, it, it is comfort TV. And they did a study. Um, and they found that, yeah, procedurals are the equivalent of comfort TV for people. And that's why that's the one success that networks have had right is because they commit to you know csi chicago ncis a blue blood every week it's a different story right and it's there is something comforting about there it is. i know some people people find comfort in the id channel and following murders or you know but for the most people find procedurals and romance to be the comfort to yeah. be 
It's interesting because there was an article today, I don't know if it's on Deadline Variety or one of those, about how, because like what we've been talking about, the CW and some of these other stations are relying so much on game shows. Yeah. Yeah. Their actors need work. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Julia. I love it. You're welcome, kids. Hey, happy, happy night. Everyone have fun. We'll report back tomorrow and discuss what we did. Yes. Enjoy your day tonight. I will. All right. Bye, Laura. Bye, Grant. Thanks. Job done. Off you go.